right, welcome into uh, Restaurant Hoppin'. This is the inaugural episode. I'm your humble host, uh, Dan Hoppin'. I'm here to talk about food and particularly how it relates to Nebraska and brings people together. Um, this is kind of a new thing. This, you know, this podcast is still very much evolving, but basically we're just here to talk about local restaurants, Nebraska cuisine, chat with local chefs. Basically, if it involves Nebraska and food, it's it's fair game for this podcast. Um, you can visit, visit restauranthoppin.com, get the podcast, get restaurant reviews, all that good stuff. And for the first episode, there is no better guest to bring on um, to talk about Nebraska cuisine. He's a former Nebraska football player, two-time national champion. He's an assistant football coach at Omaha Scott High School. But most importantly, at least for this discussion, he is the owner of Paisan's Pizzeria, which is, for my money, the best pizza joint in Nebraska, Ooh. and the one who helped get this humble little show off the <laughs> ground, Matt Verzel. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, D Hop. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Now that's cool. You did some homework there. A little bit. Yeah. I try. <laughs> it, it's good to come prepared, at least to some extent. Yeah. I, I at least googled your name and clicked on a couple <laughs> of links. So now, before we even get started, I want people to respect and understand the grind that you're going through. So I texted you. Oh, yeah. this, this is a Monday morning. I yep. texted you and I was like, hey, th- this was a couple days ago. I texted you and I was like, hey, can we, you know, can we pot on Monday? And you were like, okay. So I got I got a film session with the offensive line at 630. And then I got to get into work at, at 9. And then I'll work at Paisan's, you know, and then we got practice in the afternoon. Then I get off and then I go back to Paisan's and work until 1030. But I've got a, an hour between 8 and 9 in the morning. I can do it then. Nailed it. And I was like, Dude, do not worry about it. You are busy literally all day. We're not going to do a podcast. And you're like, no, brother, I got you. Yeah. So I want. I just want people, that's not a question. That's not anything. I just want people to understand you are a professional in oh, every yeah. sense of the word. And you just go, go, go. We keep it moving. We If I have idle time, it's not good for anybody. I come up with crazy ideas and, and all that. Today, it's actually, I get a little bit of a, I get the afternoon off. I'm playing golf in the Foreman Foundation tournament. So... Wow. Got to drive back to Lincoln, of course, because you didn't have enough going for a couple hours. <laughs> and then I got to drive back and come back to practice. So yeah, no, it's um, I've always I've never slept much. My mother will will uh-huh. confirm that. I was a big fan of the Bozo Show growing up, so mm-hmm. that started at like seven. So six fifteen, I'm like, all right, let's do this. There you go. Had to practice buckets in the garage. I was ready to win that bike. <laughs> I never got up there. All right, so we've got we've got a lot of pizza talk to get yeah. to here. But first of all. This podcast, without you, doesn't happen. This was your idea. I've been, for anyone who knows my background, I've been doing a food blog, just a janky little mm-hmm. WordPress blog for several years. I've turned it into a full website now, but even when this idea came around, that did not exist. What did you see in this idea? Why did why does this thing exist? How did it come around? People that, I like people that are passionate about something, mm-hmm. right? You have a passion for food. I love it. You have a, and you weigh 105 pounds. <laughs> I have a passion for working out. Too. Yeah, true. There you go. Well, that makes us different. <laughs> I have a passion for food with no desire to work out anymore. Um, but you have a passion for it, and and you have a following. You're very humble with it. But in this, sometimes it's easier for people to get the message via audio. Mm-hmm. And so oh, podcasting absolutely. is such an easy way to do it where you can just get your message out and you can go. The other piece of it that I think makes you different than a lot of people that review restaurants is that you're very, you're very fair, number one, but you're also willing to give somebody a second shot. Like I'm a big proponent. I don't think Yelp or Google mm-hmm. or anybody should be able to review a restaurant for two months. Mm-hmm. I think you have to let them get in there. 
But if you'd have come into Paisons our first two months, number one, I probably would have, I hadn't slept in about a week. So I'd have been really mad. Right. But we have to get things ironed out. Mm-hmm. And it's, it isn't plug and play. You can't walk in. Um, John Tallman, a good buddy of mine, says, you will, you will try to create or find chaos. Uh-huh. And I, I love sorting out chaos. And restaurant, you get it every day. I've got four texts this morning about the schedule and problems they have. I've got people that want to book events and, you know, can you get me food this day? I'm like, yeah, we'll make it all happen somehow. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. So that's why, what, but you and your desire to just convey that message for me as a small business owner, it's very valuable. Um, we put out a good product. A fantastic product. Thank you. <laughs> but we, we, we do what we do. But day by day at Spreads, we had our first Dan Hoppin folks in. Like, hey, we, we read Dan Hoppin's article. Really? Came in. Oh, yeah. That's yep. awesome. Yep. We'll have to get a promo code set up. So when they come in, we D hop. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. D hop sent me. I think that's such a good point. And it's mm-hmm. something that I'm, I'm still learning. Um, there was. I'm not even going to name it. Um, if, if someone reads my stuff, they probably know what I'm talking about. But there was a, a barbecue restaurant that opened up recently. And, yeah. I, and I went three days after they opened because yep. people have been telling me about this place for months. And yep. I was so excited because it was a competition barbecue mm-hmm. like Pitmaster. And he's opening a restaurant. And so everyone's been telling me this place is so good. You got to go. You got to go. So I went three days in. It was a rough experience. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't write about this. This is not a fair representation. They're still getting their feet under them here. Like, And, and I have learned kind of some mm-hmm. of the – I have a lot left to learn, but I've learned some of the pain points that local oh. business owners go through and just all the struggles there are. And I went back um, a couple weeks ago, so this is about two months later, and they're still not where they're mm-hmm. going to be in six months, in a year, but it was night and day better. And I, I totally picture I, comparison of the plates, right? Yeah, yes, that one. Yeah. Yes, I totally see where you're coming from. That it it ju- it does just take time. It's too and the South Park episode will forever make me laugh. With I'm the Yelp reviewer when they, <laughs> yeah. when they bring them into the City Walk and, and and do their thing. But I, I think there should be an incubation period for those as well, where mm-hmm. the restaurant can respond without having it be on the site. Because mm-hmm. we we have some bad reviews. Mm-hmm. Four of those bad reviews all out there are from people whose families own other pizza places. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, man. I said, I, and I, I just get along. Like, I get along to get along. I'm competitive. I know what we do. I know there's other great places in town to eat. So one of the responses was like, hey, tell your Uncle Ver said hi, and next time you don't have to bash us, <laughs> just, it, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And so I think those should go into an incubator where you can respond if it's a bad deal. You know, and I think that's fair to the restaurant because people base them off of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, yeah. We get a ton of business off of it, like out of towners. Well, they'll be in for something like, "Hey, you guys popped up, you know, number one on the Google search, and we're here. We are. My like, great, hop on in, grab a seat, and we'll take care of the rest." Yeah, and that's that's you know, the value of people's money is something that that means a lot to me. If you're going to choose to come eat somewhere, I want to make sure your experience is as good as possible, but I want to make sure you feel comfortable in there. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, I try to just be a, a small town pizza place in a big city. That's all we want to be. We're just a neighborhood spot. We know what we are. And, and there's a lot of value in that to people. Yeah. And you guys do a great job of it. I mean, anyone who comes in, I think it's a very, Paisans is very welcoming. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, pretty easy menu to digest. You're constantly walking around saying yeah. hi to people. Like that goes a long way. Um, so, kind of opening up this discussion about pizza, mm-hmm. just going to start with a very broad question and you can take it whatever direction you want. <laughs> what makes great pizza? What makes great pizza is great. It's it's a combination of of great people. Mm-hmm. Number one, 
but you also have to have quality ingredients and we try to put our hands on as much stuff as we can so we will make our own dough we shred the cheese we make our own sauce we season all the meats if we can and there's some stuff we physically can't do like we we do a, a sausage pepper pie mm-hmm. oh it's so good and we use we use the peppers from stoisage uh-huh. there's things i will mess with and there's things i won't mess with we make a breakfast pizza on request if you call me I'll carve out a couple couple 30 minutes and we'll make you some breakfast pizzas. But I don't want the kids there handling eggs. Mm-hmm. Eggs are a volatile thing. Right. When done incorrectly, you can put people in harm's way. So I make the eggs. That way I know we're always good with you that. Ensure quality. Mm-hmm. And then that way we're good there. But I don't also mess with like intestines or trying to make sausages. Mm-hmm. Stoicich does a fantastic job. We've got a fantastic relationship with them. But we try to keep as much local as we can. We use Rotella breads. I don't want to make bread. I just want to make pizza crust. So our gluten-free crust we use from hotels as well. So it's it's keeping it local, keeping it hands-on, but making sure then that the staff takes pride in what they do. So we try to focus it. If somebody gives me a compliment on the floor, like, hey, meal was great. I'm like, if you can, just swing by the hallway there. Tell the boys in the back. Because I literally had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I'm just walking around here. I've taught them what I want them to do. I want their expectation. So to see the pride in that, um, it's really cool for me. But then we're going to also add to the next menu reprint where – you can buy a six pack for the back is probably what we'll call it. But you know, if you have a great experience and the food is great and you want to buy something for the guys in the back, we'll get, you know, 12 bucks. We'll get six beers for the guys when they get done with work. I buy them a couple after every shift anyway, but that way it's something nice for them as a thank you. Cause that's a thankless job. Like line line work is hard and you get back there and you grind and it seems like it's never going to end. And it's, it's two hours of hell, but they care about it. We can get them to care about it. And mind you, I got high school to mm-hmm. early college. Mm-hmm the generation that nobody says cares about anything when they come in they care about the food they're putting out in front of you mm-hmm. so it's a cool thing for me it's another form of coaching and, and that kind of stuff i like to coach that is so funny that you say it my wife and i were just at a restaurant three or four days ago where we saw that at the bottom of the menu mm-hmm. is like 10 bucks buy a six pack for the for yep. the cooks or whatever and i was like huh never seen yeah. that before but yeah there is yep. that to show that appreciation because by law they can't be tipped right they're right. on a different side of the spectrum and trust me, they don't want typical hour wage. They, uh-huh. they, they like their kitchen wage. But it's a way to acknowledge them. And it started from a customer. A customer would come up after the meal. And he'd say, hey, here's 20 bucks for the guys in the back. Buy them some beers when they get done. I'm like, sure. That's awesome. So they were just like, this is great. <laughs> you know, they get done and it's hot and you're tired and sit down and have a couple cold ones and you're good to go. So getting to Paisons, mm-hmm. give me the origin story here. Okay. <laughs> we'll just start there. Maybe right. that's a little too broad, but like, no, you're good. If, 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 it's if, a good if this story. is like Spider Man, we're getting bit by the bionic spider right now. Where, where do we go from So there? I was in, I owned bars and restaurants in Lincoln for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, my father passed away and we had sold one of the bars. And so I was like, yeah, you know, I'm an old guy here. I'm like, the young guy's got it. My dad has passed. I'm going to buy my mom a house. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to sell my, my equity here. So I sold that and I bought her a house in Lincoln. I'm like, I got a degree in finance, so I'm going to get a job in finance because I'm very <laughs> fancy. So I got a job at an investment firm here in town. And I told him, I said, listen, when you give me an office, don't put me by windows. You trap me inside. I'm that guy. Like, if you give me windows, I will look out those windows all day. And you're kind of a butt in the chair community. You want me in this office, you know, seven to four, seven to five. So just don't do that. That's going to be a problem. He put me on a corner. So of I had two sets of windows. So I'm just like, man, look at all those people outside just doing stuff. Uh-huh. So I got out of that, um, was driving around, and there was a spot available. I talked to a buddy of mine, and it was across the street from Scott Catholic. I said, well, 
I kind of miss pizza, but Omaha is wicked territorial with pizza. Mm-hmm. If you grew up, you know, south though, you're a northeast guy. If you grew up kind of middle, now middle, you're 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 a La Casa guy. Yep. If you grow up anywhere else, you're Zio's, you know, and Big Fred's. God, don't go over to West Side and say anything derogatory about Fred's. They will shoot you. <laughs> yes, they will. But so everybody had that. So like, listen, it's a small space. It's a thousand square feet. There's no there's no freezer, no cooler. So let's just put a toe in the water and see what happens. By chance, I ran into head coach of Omaha Scott Catholic Matt Terman at Home Depot. He was buying light bulbs, to which I walked up and said, what are you doing here? You can't even change a light bulb. I'm like, don't you have people to do that? He said the same back to me. He's like, what are you doing here? I said, I'm opening a pizza place across the street. He goes, really? I'm like, yeah. So we got in that little thousand square footer, um, and it was all carry out. And it was super, it was good. It was efficient. It was fast. You know, we could do our thing. And we started to run out of dough on like Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. So we were making dough majority of the night for Friday and then the majority of the night for Saturday. Um, our neighbor in the plaza there, they went out of business. And so then we moved over. That but, was in 2017. Yes. Right? Yep. Yes. So we're coming up on two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be, it, it's gone fast. The name, everybody asks about the name, and I apologize to my Italian friends. I'm not trying to butcher your word, paisan, which means countryman or friend. <laughs> but I wanted to call it slinging pies. P-I-E-Z, kind of edgy. Yeah. <laughs> so I get on the old GoDaddy, and I look it up, and slinging pies. said, nope, taken, but available for sale. I'm like, great. So I get on the horn, I call this cat, and he's in, like, Edinburgh, England. <laughs> like, hey, chief, I want to buy this website. You know what you think of here? A couple hundred bucks. What do we got going? He goes, yeah, 32 grand. I was like, oh, let's back it up. That's here. a different conversation. Like, let's back, back the truck up here. I know the Brexit isn't really working out for you guys, but let's <laughs> not take it out on me. So I said, hey, where is Edinburgh? And he said, well, it's da 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 da. I said, it's not a good chance I, I'm ever going to get there. Uh-huh. But if I get there, you can guarantee I'm going to come visit you. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to talk about your pricing model. So he said, good luck with that. And he gave me his address if I ever get over there. So we're going to discuss that in person if I make it to Edinburgh. Um, I went to Pies then, P-I-E-Z. Mm-hmm. Still staying on the edge. And that guy was in Florida, uh, Fort Lauderdale. And he wanted five grand. I was like, you are nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, you are freaking crazy. So one of the things is I was in pizza before, I would always say, well, we put the pies on the zone. So I'm like, I'm going to see if I can find P-I-E-Z-O-N. Clicked on that one. Available nine ninety nine. So we bought that bad boy for 20 years for 180 bucks. It's a little better than 32K. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm a former athlete. I sometimes have issues with feeling disrespected or controlling my anger. Mm-hmm. There may or may not have been times where I've been in the cooler and I've sock the the cooler wall because i'm a little flustered with what's going on that come back out and everybody's fine but i i was that was in the top 10 of mad in my life when that guy said thirty two thousand dollars, i was so mad that my hands were visibly shaking oh boy i was like buddy you are i'm like i want that name but i'm not paying you 32 grand for that name so So. he's he's lucky that there's a whole atlantic ocean separating (laughs) you two yes he's very lucky but i I think the name works out really well i think there's i think there's value to i know it's paisans pizzeria but most people probably just know it as paisans i think there's value to just having that quick you Mm. know two syllables it's very easy to remember like alliteration yes it works very well perfect on purpose love it tagline um Talk to me about that crust. I, oh, yeah. I, I think there's so much about Paisan's pizza, and you can talk mm-hmm. about, you know, the, the sauce is excellent. You've said that, you know, the ingredients are mm-hmm. local and everything. To me, the thing that really ties it all together is your crust. And mm-hmm. I know you you use these Dexstone ovens to create mm-hmm. that thin New York slice, but, like, 
what is it about that crust that that just it's the base it brings everything together so yeah. well so we actually fly the ovens in from brooklyn those are out i, I got a buddy out there mm-hmm. that kind of scouts out places that are gonna go out of business so he buys the ovens so they have that old kind of weathered character look to them yep he guts all of the tubing and all of the piping on the inside and he redoes it all so it's, it's old shell new parts and then the stones we ship the stones separate so the stone has actually been in Brooklyn and it's made pizza and it's it's seasoned already. We had one that that broke in shipping, so they sent us a new stone. So when I when I got that one in there, um, we were still in the little place, but we were we were modeling the big place. So I'd go turn those stack of ovens on. I'd take our waste from the day, and I would throw that in the oven and just let it burn. Yep. So when you come in at night, it's like seasoning a cast iron skillet. Uh huh. So when you come in in the morning, it's just a it's freaking this soot everywhere. Yes. It was just burned up. And then I, the next day I hit it with olive oil and I would throw a bag of flour in and we burn the flour on it. Um, it, it again though, it's getting back to just putting good ingredients in and, and teaching the kids. We struggle with it at times. We get out of balance. It's, it's a lot harder to, to take a circle and make it a bigger circle without having low spots or, or patches where, mm-hmm. where you can't, where things can't hold on, but it, it's that hands on deal to it. You know, and we, we've got them seasoned now the way we like them. Um, the cleaning process is good. You know, we've refined that to where it's we feel comfortable with everything we put out of them. But it does help. It makes it different. Mm-hmm. New Yorkers will come in. We got a lot of New Yorkers. Some that are in witness protection, but we got a lot of New Yorkers <laughs> that come in. And they're like, "This is as close to home as we can get." Mm-hmm. They say they'll say you're just missing the water. I'm like, it ain't the water, bud. Yeah, it ain't the water. But we get them down there, and they they it, it, it's a fun group. And you know, we give each other a hard time that they can't believe they found good pizza out here in Nebraska. Yeah, I, I, I love that you mentioned that because, like, you know, you watch – I'm a huge fan of diner drive-ins and dives on the Food Network. Oh, great and, show. And Guy goes to all these places, and you see, like, these these burger griddles or whatever that they've been making burgers mm-hmm. on there for 60, 70 years, and there's just flavor just built into that. It's just built up over years mm-hmm. and years, so you're kind of doing the same thing with your yep. ovens. I, That's awesome. Yeah, we had any in, – at the end of the night, something, you know, say we get a calzone, which the calzones are great. They just take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a dirty cook. Like, they're, it, we cut them open so we make sure the insides are at least 200 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cheese will splay out and it melts on the stone. Mm-hmm. And so now you're just continuing to season it and it kind of stays. Every now and then I'll throw – we keep a waste bucket in the back of things we overtop or we, we spill. So I just chuck the cheese in there and step out and let it burn all night. Now, a, a little behind the scenes here. It's 8.23 in the morning, and yes. we're talking about calzones, and I'm like <laughs> just about to start drooling. I should not be thinking about calzones for oh, yeah. breakfast, but now I am, and, oh, yeah. and it's very tough. Just I'm always curious. A, as a business owner and uh-huh. someone who is so much about quality, you have a very specific recipe. How tough is it for you to entrust that recipe to other people to say, okay, I know how to make this. I can make it super well. Mm-hmm. I've now I have to teach other people to do this and they have to serve my recipe and mm-hmm. I put my name on that. How tough is that to do and, and what is that training process like for those cooks? So we went we went with the KFC model. Okay. So there's only two people, two and a half people, one's training to do it, that know the measurement recipes to make flour or sorry, to make dough to make the sausage, to make the hamburger. So that's there's only – it's me or, or one and a half other people that are measuring those. Mm-hmm. That consistency is big. So make sure that the, the, that start product comes out the same every time. Now, we, we even get into humidity. Like right now, the, the humidity is kind of messing with us because 
because we had all that rain, so we dropped the water down because the air has more water in this it. This is stuff people don't think about at and all. And then it, yeah. when the humidity now is back up, well, thankfully, my grandma's a farmer. There you go. And so she'll call me and be like, hey, humidity's <laughs> this. I'm like, all right. So then we got to tailor the water down uh-huh. or tailor the water up to make sure it stays the same. Um, as far as topping goes, when we put the, the ingredients on the pizza, you try to streamline it as much as possible. Um, it gets a little interpretive with the smaller sizes, but an 18 is tuned out pretty good. What I do for the kids is, or, or the, the guys that are working or the gals that are working, is we take a scale, set the scale by the, I'm not a big scooper guy. I think the scoopers are kind of demeaning. It's like, hey, you can't figure this out. You're right. a scooper. So we set the scale there, and I just say, all right, we're going to top an 18-inch, um, let's just say a hoss. So that's going to have six ounces of hamburger, four ounces of sausage, this many Canadian bacon, pepperoni. So I'll make them take a handful and set it on the scale until they find out mm-hmm. how many grabs is six ounces. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to put 10 ounces of cheese on it. So now you're going to grab that. So you know by your hand of what it's going to be. And you get that feeling of the weight of it. Are we perfect? No. But but no one is. Right. And and that's part of the – I can get – I can I give them – this is mean. I give them a hard time, but there's a company out in California that make an auto saucer. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hey. I said <laughs> – your little attitude check away from getting replaced by the auto saucer. Uh-huh. Like, this baby will kick these out in eight <laughs> seconds, and I don't got to worry about you. But it takes some, you know, there's trial and error, yeah. and they're going to mess up. It takes about a solid month of working real hard before they got it down to. And I got a kid that's worked for me. The, the guys that I trust, the minis have worked with me for the longest. I've got three that have been with me since we opened seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And so those are the guys that there's the OGs. They come in and they know what they're doing and, and they, they don't bark out commands a lot. They struggle a little bit with peer to peer. Um, but I work on that with them. Yeah. Okay. Your success is based on them. Like I got a hundred bucks for you if they do what they're supposed to. So money is a great motivator oh, in those yeah. instances. The ultimate. Yeah. But that's how, so it, it just takes time. It takes repetition. Um, it takes trust. Oh yeah. And it's, I'll get on them when it's bad. And I'll be the first one to praise them when it's good. So try to try to be as fair and, and balanced as possible. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about the menu names. You you go down yeah. you go down Paisan's menu. You yep. got you got the Omeo Dio. Uh-huh. You got the Goo. Yep. You got the Dooch. You got the Fifty Five. And you, you mentioned the Hoss earlier. I know yep. some of these are named for specific people, but how did you come up with these names? And like the descriptions on the menu are just yep. so fantastic. Where did this come from? <laughs> so. The new one, okay, so the goo, unfortunately, the goo is gone. The goo is gone. Yeah, because of lack of sales. It didn't sell very well. Fair enough. Now, if you come in and you're polite, I can still put it together. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. If you have your heart set on it. Um, the farmer's market, I had to think of something. Probably in retrospect, I should have been like, well, maybe just something else. Farmer's market, people envision more like broccoli and spinach yeah. and sun-dried tomatoes. So we got some ladies that come in. We'll trade all that stuff out for them to make sure they get their farmer's market the way they want to. Mahalo was just a good way to tie into a, to a pizza. Hawaiian, yep. yep. That makes um, sense. It's in an Oh My God in Italian. Oh, it's okay. O-B-O-D-O. There you go. Yep. Uh, the Dave. Dave's been with me for seven years. So they got when we moved over, I said, you guys have been loyal. You've been great employees. I'm like, you get something on the menu. That's awesome. Uh, the Ducci is another one of those. Uh, the Scotty B, Four Cheese, those are my guys. Those are my day ones, and they're all on the menu. Uh, the Haas is Matt Hoskinson because he just harassed me as I was trying to build Paisans. He would come in daily and say, what pizza is mine? Then finally I called his bluff and I said, just pick one. Like, just what do you want on it? Yep. And he paused and he's like, I don't know. And I said, you better know. <laughs> You're um, asking for it. You better have an answer his, here. His brother-in-law, Clint Reeves, was with him. 
And I said, country? I said, what do you want? I'm like, you get one on the menu too. And he is just a great guy. No tie to anything. But he kind of started to well up. He goes, I want to be on a menu my whole life. <laughs> you're going to do this? And so, yeah. So we put this slice of country is him. Uh-huh. Um, as far as the headers and the writing, that's me. I, I scribble all those out. Oh, those are fantastic. Yeah. They're so Try to fun. Use the buzzwords. Yeah, the, it's like every slice has has its own little story behind yeah. it. Yeah, and that that is it's it's so fantastic because it like it it tells a story behind each slice, but then it also mm-hmm. has all the ingredients in bold. Yep. So if you just want to scan it real yeah. quick and be like, okay, I want pepperoni, hamburger, cream cheese. Boom, yep. there it is. If you want the flowing story, mm-hmm. you can read that as well. And we try to do it with color too. Like if your eyes are going to be drawn to color, if you just want to know the topping, the color's usually in red, mm-hmm. and all my verbiage is in is in, is in the black writing. But no, we just unleashed the playbook too. So now Crouch, yeah. Tony Velan, Phil Ellis, Tommy Frazier. Chris Dishman and Aaron Taylor, I did theirs together. Yeah. Because one's tex- from Texas and one's Mexican, so uh-huh. we got the Tex-Mex with them. Uh, probably forgetting something. I think I said Phil. Damon Benning. Damon is Benning on is on there, yep. Uh, Damon Mac is very high maintenance, yep. Joel got mad. Joel's, when I sent Joel his header and the title, I called it the porker because <laughs> it's all the parts of the pig. It's Canadian bacon sausage. That's the one sausage, I'm most excited for. And bacon. It's yeah. Good. It's the, the kids that worked, we sampled them all. I'm like, which one's the best? I'm like the porker. Yeah, like, the porker's not even close. So I send this to Joel. I'm like, and he's he, he, Joel. It takes a while to respond back. He responded back in maybe 45 seconds. <laughs> he said, if you if you put porker on the menu with my name on it, I will sue you. <laughs> I said, bring it on, big boy. I'm like, you do whatever you want. So I knew it was a way to get him to respond. I knew it was going to call it the 45. But yes, so those are some of the new ones out there. Um, we're excited about and it's just fun something fun for football season oh yeah yep so it's got its own little separate deal and yeah you showed me that menu and i was yeah. i was beyond soaked so did you just go to all those guys you're like okay i need i'm gonna just gonna get some prominent nebraska football oh, and players. the form is 44 yes i'm gonna yeah. get some prominent nebraska football players i'm gonna ask them if you could make up a slice and you can put anything on it that's you know that's what we're gonna do and put your name on it is that how um, it works i tried to i'll tell them here, here's what it the rules don't make me bring in like arugula and <laughs> yeah. carrots and you know, weird stuff just what we have on the menu mm-hmm. to an extent like if i th- if i think something is vital for the success the 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 tex-mex for example taylor and dish theirs is tomatoes green pepper onion fiery chicken mm. and then poblano peppers so we take some poblano peppers that have been diced up and we mix those into the sauce mm-hmm. just to give that little tex-mex oh my feel gosh, yeah. Then you put jalapeno. Crouch has got a good one too. We put jalapenos on the top of that. Um, that one, I was like, well, we can't really do this without the poblanos. So we got to figure out a way to do it. We found some. We tried them out. They worked. So it was what we have on the menu, and does it fit in? And you can go from there. And they, they, you know, it's funny. You get these these brash bravado testosterone football players. Like, all right, here's your deal. What do you want? And their first thing is, uh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I'm like, well, this is your deal. Your name's on it. <laughs> yeah. Except, except, guys, you know, DB was like, this is mine. Uh-huh. I want white sauce. I want bacon and your homemade pastrami. And I was like, okay, high maintenance. We'll uh-huh. get that one down for you. Uh-huh. But so everybody's getting a little creative. Um, sent them all their taglines and their headers and tried to, to pump their tires a little bit and make sure that they knew they were important. But they're more just buddies of mine. Yeah. And it's like, hey, what, what more fun can you have? Now, it pisses some of them off that aren't on it. I'm like, don't worry, we can just print more playbooks. I'm like, we'll get you on too. So calm down. Is there a 
Is there a Verz slice? I know that it's not on the menu, but if you no. could if you could build your personal like you have all these slices from other people, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that there's not one that's just yours. I, I I'm not a I don't like that. I'm just me. I, yeah. I just here's my goal at the end of the day. Does everybody that came in, if you're if you're pissed when you come in or if you're happy when you come in, did you leave happy? Mm-hmm. That's my end game. So for me, I I people get pissed. I learned this from the Peter brothers back in the day. Just give me a slice of cheese pizza. I'm good. If you can, if you can properly make a cheese pizza, mm-hmm. then the rest is easy. Right. Because it, it's, as the title says on the 55, you can't hide anything. Yep. I taste your sauce. I taste your crust. I taste your cheese. So now if I can start at that base, then whatever we build off, it should be good because it's all the same stuff. You're just adding more flavor to it. But I, our, our cheese pizza has just a little bit of a buttery feel to it. I really like that. So I, before I lost some weight, I could sit down. And I could house a cheese pizza. Oh yeah, in a, in one sitting, an eighteen, the big one. And when I was at my max density recently, which is about <laughs> three fifty, the boys were like, "Hey, we're really, you know, we're glad you started losing some weight." I'm like, "Thanks, guys. You know, I appreciate it." And like, why? I was like, "Why?" I'm like, "Well." That one day when you ate three 18-inch pizzas, we got kind of scared. <laughs> I was like, hey, it was a stressful time. I'm a stress eater, and I'm addicted to sugar, so leave me alone. Yeah. But, yeah, so I'm, I'm cheese guy, and it was great. That 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 conversation that happened was a 100% conversation, and, and it got me to love cheese pizza. If I go out, I'll get cheese pizza. I love that. Yeah. Because, like, the cheese pizza, like like you said, you can't hide anything. Like, that is the canvas. It's, it's kind of funny. I was actually – I'm in the process of going through and, and moving a bunch of – restaurant reviews from my blog over to my official website and mm-hmm. i was going through last night and there was a pizza place that i did is that restauranthoppin.com it is restauranthoppin.com there you go nice that's a pro right there yeah buddy but uh so I, I was going through a pizza place in in lincoln actually and i was looking at it and there was a slice of pizza that i got there that had 11 toppings on mm-hmm. it and i could not and i'm trying to remember i'm like i cannot remember what the sauce tasted like yep. i cannot remember the crust i remember that it was like limp because it can't hold up to 11 toppings it's yep. like a pound of toppings you like you can try and hide it with all those toppings and everything on top but you gotta have that quality base mm-hmm. and that's what i love what you know it's on the menu you talked about it with the cheese pizza yep that is how you know that a restaurant is quality mm. because there's no hiding behind it. You can't just pile a bunch of stuff on top. And when you get people that like pizza and they'll you get the nod, like the respect nod, yeah. but you just put the cheese pizza out there by itself. Uh-huh. It exists. But the most we do on one is the summer. The summer's got eight toppings, but that's you have to have a, a as Omaha people call it a combo. Yeah. We yep. had a little fun called some of this, some of that. But yeah, that's that's our max. Now if you want to keep adding it's completely up to you. You can add away, but it gets expensive. Yeah. And that that is, I think, something about Paisans that is so beautiful is the customization. Is you guys mm-hmm. will, you will let anyone put whatever they want on a pizza. Right. If somebody gets a large pizza and they say, hey, I want to try out, you know, four different ones. You yeah. say, yeah, sure. We'll divide the pizza into, quarters, into yep. quarters and we can do four. Where did that idea come from? Because nobody else is doing that. And that's amazing. So being in a restaurant as long as I have, um, inevitably you'll get families in it. And we try to be a safe haven for mom and dad. Mm-hmm. We've got a big wall in there. It's a whiteboard wall. The kids can go draw. You know, we have, a, a lot we had fun. a family that came in on one Saturday and his, his name is TK and they come in, they got two beautiful little daughters. They actually moved to Minnesota, which is unfortunate, but 
they would clear the door. They came in the first time, sat down at the wall, and I said, hey, girls, you know, we're going to get your order, but if you want to go draw on the wall while we're waiting, you can. They're just like, what? I got to draw on the wall, sir? So they buzz over and draw on the wall. I looked at the, at mom and dad, and I said, hey, you got about 45 minutes before you're even going to matter. Mm-hmm. I said, if you want some beers, get them now. Let's go. And they're like, yes. So they got a pitcher of beer, and they sat there, and we became their Saturday date spot. So oh, they would come awesome. in, mom and dad would sit at the same table, and the girls would go over to the wall, and then we would take the pizza over to the wall with the girls, and mom and dad would get their own pizza. Mm-hmm. So they never interacted. But back to the quarters, when families come in, you know, the, the last thing any mother or father wants to do is have their kid, like, be the pain-in-the-ass kid in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And you got Junior wants cheese, and Susie wants pepperoni, and mom wants something, and dad wants something. And I was like, well, this isn't that hard. There's mm-hmm. four of you. We got four ways we can cut this up. We're going to cut it anyway, mm-hmm. So, which is like, you pick what you want, you pick what you want, and it alleviates a lot of strain. Mm-hmm. And so that's the main reason why we do it. For us, we do, we feel have a, a diverse menu, so people kind of get caught up, like, oh, man, I wish I could try that this time. I'm like, well, just take a quarter out, we'll make a quarter. Mm-hmm. Or you got something that's committed to, say, like the Hoss, Canadian bacon hamburger, sausage, pepperoni, but but the grandma or mom doesn't want pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll make it three quarter the regular way and one quarter without pepperoni. Everybody's good. Mm-hmm. So it's just that thing of, hey, we're going to take care of you. We trust you. You trust us to give us your money that you've earned. We trust that we're going to provide you a great experience. And, and if that means you get what you want in a different way, then you're going to get it that way. Yeah, and it, it works out so well. So this actually, um, real quick side story, my wife and I came in recently with a couple that we'd recently met at church. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're thinking about starting a small group together, but like this was only the second time we'd really met them. So it's kind of still a little awkward. And it was like, well, you know, don't want to like, you know, it's it's hard mm-hmm. when you have a small group like that to just yeah. be like, oh, hey, okay, we're getting this pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you and, don't want to steamroll yeah, yeah. So everybody's all just kind of like tiptoeing around it and being like, eh, I kind of like that one, yep. but I don't know if anyone else is going to like it. But it was easy because it was like, okay, everybody just pick which one you think would be the best. We split it into four, and then we kind of we even mm-hmm. shared amongst each other. And we it was, cut them down a little smaller for you. Yeah, it yep. was awesome. Yep. Um, it does too. We'll go, you know, if it's a big hang up, if, if it's a deal breaker, we'll take one of the quarters and put the quarter in half as well. So you get, mm-hmm. you could technically at the little place, at, at the little store, when we had to carry out, we were handwriting tickets. And so we would do eighths. Oh, wow. But then when I had to program these computers, I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to do eighths. Because yeah. then you think about that, every f- thing available has to be available in every eighth of a pizza. I was like, we're not, we're going to go to quarters. Uh-huh. And still that, tried to enter that in. I'm not a computer guy. That took me about three hours. So I was like, we're good. Um, quarters. Yeah. Uh, so um, wrapping up here, we, we, we talked about, you know, kind of the new menu, the playbook mm-hmm. that you're rolling out. Yep. Kind of, where do you see Paisans going in the future? Do you have, you know, a plan moving forward or is it more just kind of like, let's just, let's see where this thing goes. Let's- yeah. We've got to, we've got to tighten up. You know, we're two, two years into a new location where we added, I think 30 plus menu items. So we brought fryer in sandwiches, added some more pastas. All that pastrami. So yep. Good. Make homemade pastrami oh now. Thanks cats at deli. Oh. Um, we needed to get our own bearing, but sometimes in that I will, I will take the hit and being overstaffed, mm-hmm. which isn't always the best thing to do, mm-hmm. but it's better to me than getting something done in a haphazard manner. So we've got to now fine tune ourselves where we can back the the staff down, which is happening. It happens month by month when you need fewer and fewer guys to do the volume we used to do with a bunch of people. 
So that's nice. We can get that tuned in. Um, Omaha's fantastic. We got a lot of interest in Gretna. Um, the second time around in restaurant, I've streamlined a lot of the processes. Mm-hmm. So that's nice where it isn't as, as hectic as it once was. Uh, underserved markets, though, I think some of the bigger ones are are out west. You know, in your Grand Islands and your Carnies and in your North Platts. If you go through any of those towns, Seward's another one that pops to mind, York. If you go into those small towns, um, a lot of it's just corporate. And I don't think that's right because no. the reason where where I developed my my love or my passion for being in bars and restaurants was my dad played softball competitively, which is sad, I know, but he, <laughs> he loved it. He was overly competitive with everything. But when you'd finish up, you'd go to the local bar, the local restaurant, and the guy that owned it was a nice guy, and you know he'd be talking to you, and you you could play. I mean, I learned how to shoot pool over my head. You know, I couldn't see on the table, but I could put my two knuckles together, and I had the stick in between them. I just moved my hand <laughs> above my head, and if it hit something, it hit something. Now. After then, owning pool tables, I was sure he was fearful I was going to rip the felt off of the pool table, but I didn't. Uh-huh. But you learn how to play darts, and, and they treated me as a kid with respect, and I'm like, this is awesome. So I, I think somewhere in society we became really transactional, where it's just like, hey, you're going to come in. I'm going to slap some stuff in front of you. If you like it, great. If you don't, oh, well, give me your 40 bucks and get out. Mm-hmm. But we try to slow that down to where I want the family to come in. I want them to feel comfortable. That's why I like the way we do things. Just to be friendly, and it's not that hard. You know, if somebody's having a bad day, chances are if you're having a real bad day, I'm going to buy you a meal anyway. So, Or if we piss you off, which we do sometimes, it's like, hey, it's not worth getting worked up. It's on me. We screwed it up. We'll get it taken care of. So that piece I really like. It fits my personality. I like people. You know, people always say, well, what are you passionate about? I'm like, I like people. Like, I like to hear their story. I like to hear what they want to talk about. Um, so that's why we do what we do. And we hopefully, you know, people like it and we're good at it. Uh, people like it. I, I can absolutely <laughs> guarantee that. I actually, and I mean, this is a very. But in- to wrap it back in, it ties back in to get back out into the smaller. You know, there needs to be locally owned places in smaller towns. Yes. Grand yes. Island is, is probably a focus, my main focus right now, because it's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And I've got buddies and friends that live out there and they're like, yeah, we need something. And you know, we need something different. So, but then it's finding the body. Like, who's your verse out there? Yeah. North Platte, I had to, unfortunately, I had to go to a funeral in North Platte. The, North, the guy in North Platte was like, I'll cut the check today. Like, Let's go. I'm like, okay, calm down. Let's find some people to work out there. But it, it's it's interesting to me. I, I would be, Gretna, you know, is another community that we yep. do a lot of business with. So and it's growing fast. But oh, yeah. landlords know it's growing fast. So those pricing models are a little different. There might be gold underneath a few of those buildings. I don't know, I don't know about them. Exactly. I don't know if I'm entitled to that, if I get yeah. that, if I find it. Well, for right now, there's just the one location, yep. but it is phenomenal. Paisons, my stamp, best pizza in Omaha. Absolutely love it. Um, Burrs, I've taken enough of your time. You have so much to do today, <laughs> and, and I appreciate every second that you've given me. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening to the opening edition of Restaurant Hopping. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to get this thing going. More to come, baby. All right. Hey, my pleasure, buddy. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Burrs. See you later. A Parkville Media Production.